From the Center for the Advancement of the Steady State Economy, this is The Steady Stater, a podcast dedicated to discussing limits to growth in the steady state economy. Welcome to the show. I'm your host, Brian Check, and our topic today is a natural follow-up to last week's episode. Last week, we covered the Cassie position on economic growth. In particular, we went through it, clause by clause, all 16 sentences. This week, we'll talk about the Cassie position. Why do we make such a fuss about it? How is it useful? Who's paying attention anyway? Our guest this week is Madeline Baker, Cassie's internship coordinator. Madeline was actually a Cassie intern herself in 2020. She did such a good job as an intern, we decided to hire her as internship coordinator. Madeline Baker, welcome to the show. Thanks, Brian. It's nice to be here. Now, now, Madeline, you've got a Bachelor of Science degree from Catholic University in International Economics and Finance, and that was in their honors program, right? Yes. Hmm? And now I know we have you for 30 hours a week at Cassie, but you've recently enrolled in grad school at the University of Maryland, too. And what's your major there again? I am doing a master's in applied economics there. Um, it's mostly a hard skills curriculum, so just improving those econometric skills. Excellent. Macroeconometric, we hope, at Cassie. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're grateful to have you working for Cassie, and all our steady staters out there would approve, I'm sure. Now, Madeline, what do you say we talk about the Cassie position? Sounds good. You know, we actually have a document called Values and Uses of the Cassie Position. We send this out to our chapter directors as well as potential signatories and funders. Why don't we start with that? Okay, so the document you're talking about lists 10 values and uses, and it looks like the first one is education. Well, Cassie is a 501c3 nonprofit educational organization. That's how we're classified. So we definitely have that focus on education. And you know, Madeline, for, for a lot of readers, the Cassie position is the first document they encounter that pertains explicitly to the steady state economy. It's a clear and concise intro to the steady state economy as an alternative to growth. All right, the next one on the list is commitment. Yes, because the formality of signing a position confirms the signatory's understanding and agreement. By signing the position, the signatory is really taking a stand. We feel that this engenders loyalty to the cause, and that can bear fruit in political choices as well as consumer behavior. Mm-hmm. And then we have information, and how does that differ from education? Good question. In this context, though, we're talking about informing others, not so much the signatories themselves. So, for example, the length of the signatory list helps Cassie and others to gauge the level of support for the steady state economy. That's, that's valuable information. And by others, I mean politicians, foundations, and conference organizers, for example. The list also reveals basic demographic features such as gender, nationality, and occupation, and that helps us develop our strategy at Cassie. 
Next on the list is credibility. Oh yeah, this one is huge. Notable signatories like top scientists and renowned commentators, they provide credibility and leverage and a, a certain level of connection to a vast swath of citizens. Can I ask you a question about that? Sure. What do you mean by a level of connection? Well, for example, one of our signatories is Chris Matthews. That's the Chris Matthews from NBC who hosted the show Hardball for almost 30 years. Just about everybody knows Chris Matthews to be a smart, scrutinizing fellow. He assesses things relentlessly and deeply. But the key phrase there really is just about everybody. The fact that so many people can identify with him puts us into a more comfortable zone, you might say, with a lot of our readers. Okay, and who would you say is the biggest name on the list of Cassie signatories? Well, that's a tough one, but I, I'd guess it's maybe Jane Goodall or David Suzuki or Vandana Shiva or maybe E.O. Wilson. Uh, those are top scientists and conservationists, as you know. Chris Matthews, though, would still be the most widely known. So it kind of depends on your audience and the criteria. One of, our, one of our signatories, though, is a Nobel Prize-winning economist, although he's not, I guess he's not a household name, that's Abjit Banerjee, but still, that's a really, uh, you know, that's a pretty high-caliber signatory. That sounds like a pretty good list to me. Okay, well, back to the list on the position statement. Uh, we next have publicity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's pretty closely related to credibility. Let's say a really famous person signs the position. Well, then we have a PR moment. A couple years ago, we had a pretty famous fellow, Ban Ki-moon, a uh, recent secretary general of the UN, come within inches of signing. I mean that literally. His pen was perched about two inches above the clipboard. That was at the National Geographic Society. But then he was rushed off to his limo by his handlers, and that was the end of that. Oh, uh, that would have been a big one. Yeah, yeah, tell me about it. Okay, the next one is collaboration. Well, the signature list helps us to identify potential Cassie members, volunteers, and allies. And that includes individuals and organizations. And vice versa, potential allies can scrutinize the position to see how compatible we are. And by the way, everyone can see the, the entire list. You know, it takes a lot of scrolling, but a visitor to our website, they don't see all the information that the signatory put in, uh, but they see the name and city and state and country. And, uh, and so they can, they can get a sense for who's who out there in, in the world of steady state stuff. That's right. That is all visible on our website. Um, okay, next on the position statement is funding. Yes, of course. Uh, most signatories check the box that allow for some follow-up mailing so we can eventually reach back out to signatories. You have to be really careful not to abuse that privilege, though, so people don't start unsubscribing. Sure. Well, then we have empowerment. Well, you know, a lot of people, organizations too, are really wary of taking a stand on growth. This is especially important with NGOs that might otherwise develop educational campaigns, let's say, on the topic. I think a long list of CASI signatories helps to assuage their concerns. 
And obviously it helps us at Cassie to accomplish our mission. All right. Well, the next one seems pretty likely. Politics? <laughs> yeah, well, with the exception of money, nothing speaks louder to politicians than signatures and endorsements. We haven't really noted that part yet, but in addition to individual signatories, uh, organizations can endorse the position. An organizational endorsement carries a lot of weight with politicians. And how many, or- how many organizational endorsements do we have now? It's about 240. Now, a lot of these are tiny nonprofits and businesses, but we've got some really impressive endorsements too. Let me give you a few examples here. Uh, we've got, got the Land Institute, uh, Post Carbon Institute, Mary Noel Office for Global Concerns, uh, the Environmental Research Foundation, and the Australia Institute. These have all endorsed the Cassie position. Well, that sounds pretty impressive to me. Uh, All right, next on the list then is policy. Sure, if you want policy reform, you've got to have crystal clear articulation of the goal plus political support for the goal. The Cassie position provides both at once, clear articulation and political support with that list of signatures and endorsements. So now, as we move to develop and circulate the Full and Sustainable Employment Act with the goal of a steady state economy, the Cassie position will be an invaluable tool. I mean, we can't lobby for it per se because we're a 501c3, but the Cassie position will be an invaluable tool for, well, for uniting the coalition that builds around the Full Seas Act. That makes sense. You'd almost have a coalition already built, it seems like. Exactly. Well, we've gone through the list of 10. I can say the position has been really helpful in orienting our interns, too. It gives them a unified mission, and kind of like you talked about earlier, it adds an element to their education they might not otherwise come across in their curriculum. Glad to hear it, Madeline. And, you know, it's been a pleasure having you on the show today. We'll have to get you back on sometime to talk about the internship program and projects, all right? Sounds great. Looking forward to it. Well, folks, that about wraps her up. We've been discussing the values and uses of the Cassie position on economic growth. In case you're wondering exactly what's in the Cassie position, you can listen to last week's episode or just go to steadystate.org. Scroll down to the bottom of the page and you'll see a huge blue button that says sign the position. Please sign it. After today's episode, you'd have to agree. The position and our growing list of signatures and endorsements is an invaluable tool for advancing the steady state economy as a policy goal in the USA, other countries as well, and in international diplomacy. I'm Brian Check, and you've been listening to the Steady Stater Podcast. See you next time.